You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello and welcome to another episode of Ten Till Places, a theater podcast. My name is Aaliyah Gardner and I am your host. I am so excited to be back. It has been a minute since I posted an episode and um, I am beyond excited for this episode because today I am talking to one of my all-time favorite performers ever, um, one of my biggest role models ever. Um, <laughs> her name is Zoe Praber. She is an operatic performer and grad student. She is a lovely lady that I met in seventh grade when I was fresh in chorus class. Um, and it was it was the first introduction to organize, you know, music that I've ever had. And I was really excited. So seeing her and hearing this woman perform for the first time as a seventh grader, I couldn't even conceptualize that a person could in my life who talks to me could even be this talented. I couldn't even conceptualize it. This woman is beyond talented and her heart is so pure and so beautiful and she's so well-spoken and I have always looked up to her and honestly she's been um, one of my biggest role models and one of the people that I have looked to for guidance on my journey uh, with the with the arts and trying to establish myself as a performer. So with that, thank you, Zoe, for just being you and loving you and not giving a single fuck about what anybody else has to say about it. And thank you so much for jumping on the show. Hopefully you guys enjoy this. If you are new um, to this show, welcome. Hello. I talk about theater things. I geek over, over theater performers. I talk about my personal journey, my career, my aspirations, and I invite other artists onto the show to talk about their um, aspirations and their dreams and their journey um, to, uh, to where they are today. So if you are interested and you're an artist and you feel that you have a story that you want to share, please reach out to me on my Instagram at 10 till places podcast. I love meeting new artists and I want to be able to share my platform to uh, spread whatever you would like to share with the world. Um, And with that, I'm going to jump into this episode. Please take the time to uh, follow Zoe on Instagram at Zoe underscore Rose. That's Z-O underscore R-O-S-E on Instagram so that you can follow her journey and keep up with her. And if you're in the Alabama area, my girl is up there. So (laughs) honestly, 
you will not regret it if you pay for this woman's performance or go and see her perform. It is absolutely worth it. Hopefully you enjoy this episode. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So glad to be here. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for, first of all, taking the time to to even get back to me because I know you're busy, bee. So thank you so much for taking out like a couple of minutes to just sit and chat and talk oh about your, your your life. Let's of talk about course. Zoe. I, I'm elated. Um, for those of you who do not know, for those of you who are listening, Zoe and I met in high school. Shout out West, uh, Westport and Howard, actually. Yes. Howard, Howard Middle. Yeah, we go way, way, way back. So that's really, really exciting. But she um, was always involved in chorus and always involved in the arts and everything in the scene in school to where she was. Ba- I mean, I don't know if you know this, but like you were like queen, like queen royalty when it came to the, the theater kids you know <laughs> that is hilarious i did not know that i oh, certainly oh. never thought of myself that way so that is very kind oh, <laughs> oh honey 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 no yeah joseph and i talk about you all the time um we all the kids wanted to be zoe praber and honestly i didn't know at the time but when you asked me to do a duet musical with you I was really excited about it but no joke every single person was just like asking me like the mystery of Zoe Praver like oh my god like is she like what is she like you went to her you went to her house that's hilarious (laughs) I did know I did know um because um Antonio and I would talk about this a lot Antonio Uh who's awesome and he's got you know so much of his own stuff going on yeah I've been been trying to keep up with you guys yeah it's crazy yeah he's doing awesome stuff um but he would tell me like the one thing is that in high school um he said if there was like one general thing it was that that there was like a mystery and also a sense of like intimidation as a result. Yeah. Cause like, it's crazy. Like we've never, okay. You may, you may have been like in, cause you're, you're very much so a perfectionist and I admire you and I admire like the way that you work. <laughs> and honestly working with you was like the most, like it, it felt like I was supposed to work with you in a sense because everybody that I would work with, like I, I would sing and I would do all the all of these performances, but nobody had the exact same work ethic. Mm-hmm. So it was very, it was always so challenging to turn people down and be like hurt people's feelings because I knew in my heart, I'm like, oh God, this is going to be a shit show trying to 
trying to like <laughs> coordinate rehearsals and, but you and your mom were so organized and everything. And it just made, it made my life so easy breezy. I was so, so like beyond excited to work with you. Wow. And uh, yeah. And everybody just kept asking like, Oh my God, like, is she like, what was she like? Was she ruthless? Was she, did she like snap the ruler on the piano when you hit a note? <laughs> Like, I'm like, oh my God, what kind of person do you think she is? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to say too, the hilarious thing is that, you know, since we've been talking and emailing back and forth and setting this up, I went back and have listened so many times to our Critics' Choice performance, uh, that video that we have that we're absolutely yeah, not. Aaliyah, this host right here, she's a Critics' <laughs> Choice Award winner. Thanks Period. to Zoe as well. So. <laughs> Period. We did that. We did and, that. Um, I, I listen and I'm like, man, I, I always I, I always knew like how lucky I was to work with you and to sing alongside oh, you because of God. how much you taught me vocally and about you know, musical theater technique and mix and everything because I've never been nearly as belty like in that way, it, it, as comfortable in the genre as you are and have always been. Thank you. Um, so oh that God, is almost comical to hear because that is such a mutual <laughs> So it's like I'm sitting over here like sweating and fangirling and you're sitting over here sweating and fangirling. I'm like, wow, let's let's chill for a moment. Right. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Honestly, I've I've always enjoyed enjoyed you and your company and your and your um, humor and everything. Considering you're so serious about your craft and your work and your work ethic, the fact that you can really oh my god, this woman has, I have never <laughs> laughed harder. <laughs> and there was actually one time um, on the bus when we were on our way to our performance when we were my mom was there, you and me were there, and I think your mom was there as well, and. Um, they were playing Sean Mendez on the trolley and we were just like fucking like needle in my bed, got a bitch about a guy. Like, Oh my God. It's such a way to like, make me feel so like, I was so nervous cause it was my first real, like, like thing as, as like a junior, like that was a very, very big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe a sophomore. I really don't remember all the years are blending together, but, um, but yeah, it was just a, one of the biggest things that I've done. So the fact that like you made me feel so comfortable and like it was just it, it didn't feel like work, which it's it was very, very special. But I'm going to move because I'm just going to keep like, oh, my God. And so we but I mean, you've been performing since the pandemic and everything and during the pandemic and kind of within the transitions of vaccinations and the, the election and everything. Like I wanted to know what how how has it been when it when it comes to performing in the middle of a pandemic? Are you doing masks? Are you doing because I seen your I saw your um your recent operatic performance, which bravo. Oh, my God. That was absolutely incredible. I was Thank like, ah! <laughs> and my mom called me when she saw it. I'm not joking. She called me and she said, did you see that video? I was like, yeah, man, she's, she's crazy. <laughs> she's crazy. But in, in, in general, like, how has it been with the transition going from like basically doing next to no performing and then jumping right back in? So, um, of course, when the pandemic, you know, was first um, beginning mm-hmm. last uh, early spring, late winter it was right after um, my my grad school auditions. Mm-hmm. 
And at that point I had been uh, um, in an opera at, at Florida state. I was um, preparing uh, the, the, the spring opera, the spring main stage. And then um, I had been cast during my, the, the day of my final grad audition, I, mm-hmm. I had been cast in my first lead role uh Oh my goodness. Op- operatic production in the summer at Florida State. And it, it's a really hot opera too. Um, like I was just, I, I, I was really proud of my audition and like a part of me kind of knew because I, I knew that the product I had presented at that time, especially comparably speaking, was really confident. Mm-hmm. But having that opportunity, I was so blown away. <laughs> and having that snatched alongside my senior recital too. I had been pre- preparing my senior recital for that point in a year. We basically started right after my junior recital because I'm neurotic. <laughs> um, <We and> found- <laughs> <laughs> having that all snatched was like, it was so, so painful. Right. And, you know, then entering grad school, um, we did a scenes program in the fall. Um, which was outdoors. We got to perform it for the public, which is great. And we were masked at that outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, that was interesting because we're, we're out, we're, full, we're, we're wearing masks. We also wore p- masks for a, um, our full production in in the spring that you oh, saw. Oh, wow. So you did have to sing through the mask. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it, it was like a triple layer mask. I did my first and oh. full um, operatic role and like a triple layer face mask. Oh my gosh, that's a marathon. Of course, there's no amplification because it's opera. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was making, it was really a process of ensuring that dialogue and singing would be heard on the live stream and just picked up in general, I mean, it's a task. So as a performer and everything, do you, you're consistently warming up no matter what, every single day, um, even, even during the pandemic and when you're not working, when you are working and everything, you're constantly warming up. So it wasn't necessarily like you were, you were jumping in um, as like a, like you were on vacation for like a couple of months or anything like that. That's, um, that's crazy. Oh my goodness. That is really, uh, that probably took a toll on your body, huh? So, yeah, the other thing is that I was having some um, health issues act Mm -hmm. up, like, in particular, the week of the show, I mean, coupled with um, with, with stress and just general anxiety, but also um, a reproductive health issue I have, which greatly affects the voice due to hormonal shifts and Mm -hmm. edema and everything else. Um, And so there was, like, a week or two after the show where I was just vocally and physically... Mm-hmm. exhaust I've never felt like that especially not vocally I, I'll go 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 I'll go all day <laughs> yeah but I really really had to take it easy mm-hmm. um, for the, probably the next two or so weeks after after the opera um, so yeah you're completely right man because like I I feel it because when I first uh graduation I mean as soon as I hit graduation I was non-stop I was doing like two shows at once like working a two part-time jobs and a full-time job mm-hmm. and the the type of like the amount of energy and pain that your body has to go through like I, I honestly can't even like imagine and especially with something like opera 
it's, right. it's I feel like it's almost like more if anything like from from a musical theater standpoint I feel like it's more challenging than anything mm-hmm. because you're really relying on that voice you know and if you're wearing a triple layer mask like come come on that's that's not gonna cut it that's crazy yeah you're like opera is like vocal gymnastics if anything and you know what um I I agree with you in terms of the logistics of that Mm-hmm. Um, because I think you're completely right. Just because there's no amplification, there's no technical amplification. I should say there's no, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, no there's no, there's no microphone work yeah. um, that definitely creates a different set of issues. But at the same time, you know, I mean, anybody performing right now, anybody using their voice, musical theater, R and B, whatever is being done. I just, I tip my hat because it's a task and a half. It's already a task and a half, but yeah. What made you? What made you want to lean towards opera specifically? Because you've been singing. You've been singing opera for a very long time, like a very long time. And I, I feel like it was mainly like. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong, but like your mom and everything. I feel like what she would like try to pick out pieces for you and everything, and try to um, get you to learn different things. But then you kind of took that and really was like, all right, I'm going to do my own thing now. And, um, and really like pretty early on, if I'm, yeah. like you knew what you wanted and you went for it and everything. So why specifically opera rather than like musical theater or any other performance art? Because I know like if you were to focus on that skill set in your voice, you would be like nailing it and everything. Not that you're not and everything, but you're, you're focused. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting. Really, I only started to sing opera um, technically when I really started at FSU at my undergrad, um, and that's when I started actually, you know, receiving uh, training as well, being taught. Um, because everything up until then, I mean, I prepared my vocal performance audition, my classical repertoire, right, on my own. Um, uh, and really, it was almost a product of that. Well, well, I should start. I should start. <laughs> no, because in, in a way, you're correct. Because what really got me into classical singing was legit musical theater. Um, it was specifically Bridges of Madison County. I mm-hmm. had never sung anything like that before. Mm-hmm. And I was in the car with my mom. She had gotten this the, the album, the Bridges of Madison County, Jason mm-hmm. Brown, yeah. in the mail that day. And she put it in and she was like, now I know you you don't sing like this normally. I mean, even in choir, I was all, always alto too. I always sang in the basement. Mm-hmm. I was not <laughs> I was not doing any of that. Mm-hmm. And she played me almost real. And she said, you have to sing this song. And right. just, just listen to it and tell me what you think. Yeah. I listened to that song and I just, it, it, it sounds so corny and. <laughs> Girl and be corny. Thing, but I, I knew that. I would sing akin to that to the rest of my for the, for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I had it memorized in two or three days. My mom had oh, a this I is love that. technically illegal, but she had transcribed it, you know, mm-hmm. by listening and an accompaniment of sorts. And oh, it's that not was, illegal. That's just talent. But they want to they want to put like <laughs> they want to put us in a box. <laughs> exactly that part. Crazy. Um, <laughs> So we got it sorted in like two or three days. It was just a labor of love. And I kind of went from there. Um, Then it was, you know, light in the piazza Mm -hmm. and then to Samuel Barber and then to Brahms. And 
I prepared my FSU package and that was that. That's incredible. That's such an incredible story. Cause like, you know, like you're, you've always been the type when you know, you know. Yes. Yeah. You just know, like it, no know. ifs, ands, or buts. Like that's, oh my gosh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy because I feel like, especially as an artist, it's so easy for people to look at, look at the art and, and simply say, uh, like question, okay, well, are you sure? Yes, maybe, maybe so. But I'm always very, very particular on what I want. And I've always admired you for that as well. So like, that's, yeah. that's so awesome. But if I wanted to, I did want to talk about your acapella group because like, can I, ah, like, that's so cool. Like, that is so cool. I, when I immediately saw that, I was like, wow, that is so awesome because you guys were good. Like you you were good and you know it. You're like, yeah, we were. So Zoe did a, a cover with her. What, what's your acapella group? What was your acapella group's name? So it was the Florida State Acabells. Acabells. Hey, I love it. Do you have YouTube or anything where people can like look this up? Yeah. So it should just be Acabells. Nice. A-C-A-B-E-L-L-E-S. Yeah. Don't be dumb. Spell it right, guys. Period. <laughs> Period. But now they, they did it in incredible cover of Prayin' by Kesha. Mm-hmm. And this bitch. Hit that note. We know what note we're talking about. If you heard the song, I was just it. It was just so. It made me feel so proud and just so excited. And like, it honestly gave me chills and everything because I just see like such an incredible group of women and everything working together to create this product. And it's ooh, me. I'm like a sucker for good harmonies. Like I'm a sucker for some juicy harmonies. So I'm just, that always made me so excited. But what really got you, what got you started and what, was it really just like an audition notice? Was it like a friend of a friend? Like how did you get involved and really um, get to be in that group and be so heavily um, intertwined with them and everything? So the FSU voice uh, performance program is really, really, of course, classically centered. Yeah. And I do have interest in singing other genres, and I still do, and I still sing other genres like mm-hmm. that. Which is perfectly um, fine. I don't know yeah. why people have a problem with it. But... Absolutely. No, and that isn't to say that it's like a, a faculty limitation or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just a general, like, this is what you study academically mm-hmm. um, at, you know, in, in, in that program, in that field of training, um, mm-hmm. or place of training. Um, so... I had heard of acapellas because my older brother had told me, you know, you should go out for some of the acapella groups on campus because there, there are a number of them. Um, but I liked the all girl group. Um, <laughs> I felt similarly where I was like, these women are insane mm-hmm. and so talented. Um, and I wanted to be a part of that. So um, I was a part of the group for a year and a half, all of sophomore year and half of freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, I auditioned the spring semester of, of freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, you know, there's so much that I learned about musicianship and vocal ability and blending and being a colleague from these women. Um, and, you know, speaking of tight, beautiful harmonies and everything, we are so lucky because all of our music was always composed by our music directors. Right. We didn't buy outside arrangements. It was Amanda Springer, who music directed when I first started, and then Meg Van Deventer who is a music director and they also sing in the group wow, and they, they awesome. make these, I mean, it's, it's, it's obscene um, that the talent that those, those women have, it's really, really 
That's awesome. I just love how it's so collaborative and everything. Because usually, at least for me, with the jobs that I've been getting um, pre-pandemic, I would just be handed the the music. Okay, go go and learn and everything and then be expected to know it. Of course, like when I show up to rehearsal the next day, that's my job. That's what they're paying me for. But, um, but I just, Oh my gosh, I love how collaborative it was and everything in the, and that you got to experience that with all those women. So you're, this is why I, this is a big, big reason why I wanted you on too, was because it's like a lot of young people listen, like a lot of like, um, like early, early performance, um, majors maybe even some younger kids they you're a very good example as to no matter how high tier you may be or how talented or how skilled or anything you're still constantly learning and you're Mm -hmm. still constantly working so like if if somebody did um um want to come to you and everything and like ask for the advice or anything like that like is there anything that you could say um not even just in regards to opera, but just in performance in general, um, mm. tactics, tips, tricks that you use that utilize um, um, your time wisely and um, your like just make sure that you're sustaining your body and everything. Yeah. I'm just rambling going on. No, that is no, that I, because there's that's such an all encompassing question. I understand what you're getting at. Um, I think, first and foremost, you know, something that I really, really struggle with. Um, is, you know, like you said, I am a perfectionist. And that's part of my character, especially and specifically when it comes to my singing and when it comes to my musical preparation. Um, Is this helping your craft in some sort of divine way? Is Is this making you go to that next level, really? You sitting there and and analyzing every single note that comes out of your mouth right i was like shit <laughs> because like, got me there it it doesn't um it's it's not if anything it has been a huge hindering to my performance capabilities especially in the past i think it's gotten better because i'm in an environment where the social culture is very different than my undergrad mm-hmm. but you know i used to go on stage or not even on stage in, in an opera workshop class or whatever and i would I would shake. I didn't want to sing the actual arias or rep. I was prepared. I, I, I had been preparing because I didn't want the judgment and the criticism, mm-hmm. both from myself and from other people. And a lot of that was just projection. Mm-hmm. I And that takes a lot. That That's a lot to unpack. Like, was it really everybody else or was it really just you? Right. Completely uncomfortable with your process and your voice and what you were experiencing. Mm-hmm. So I would just say this to, to to sum up the general sentiment and this is so cliche but it's it's just true mm-hmm. it's always a process it is always a journey and there is going to be so few times where you are i mean completely satisfied where you just think that you nailed every note and did everything you could and the thing is you could still do all that and not get the job right let's be real yeah you know, especially as as in in opera, you know, it's it's saturated with sopranos. Mm. There's severe sexism in the industry. There's severe classism, mm-hmm. racism, mm. transphobia, fat phobia, um, as there still is in the arts. So you have you have to care about yourself mm-hmm. as much as you care about your craft. Amen. Yeah that 
is one sentiment I wish I could give to my younger self and give in excess to anybody who could possibly ask my advice. Right. It's, it's, it's not just you and your voice. Your voice comes from within and that's just as important. Absolutely. That it, I wouldn't, I couldn't have said it any better, honestly. I, uh, it's, it's so tough because it is a physical job rather, whether it's performing, whether it's the um, writing or any, anybody who's involved techies, anything, it's a very physical job. So um, taking care of your body, your heart, your head and everything in between, it's, if this isn't working, you're, nothing is going to work. So getting, um, um, I've been doing a dedication every morning recently saying, um, where it's basically saying something along the lines of it is, um, it's never been the case that what was uh, focused on that was of not great importance grew and what was of great importance lacked focus and mm-hmm. grew. Basically, does it make sense? I probably am saying it wrong, but um, something along the lines of that, just to remind myself that, okay, yes, there's a million and one things going on in the world. Um, I wish I was performing more consistently right now. I wish I was working more consistently, but if I am not good, nothing in my life is going to flourish. Mm-hmm. So it's always, that's the TED talk for this podcast. <laughs> affirmations are important too i've i do them and i've gotten a few of my colleagues on the train too nice of affirmations before we sing and mm-hmm. it's really really quite yeah. helpful so yeah i interviewed somebody not too long ago i did a show with um uh, jenna lee miller she's she was my tracy in my hairspray when i did uh in new hampshire but she was um she has a company and her her uh quota is always just her quota her quotes is always artist supporting artists so the Mm -hmm. fact that you even give give that um that to your colleagues and even try to push that and everything is incredible and i think that that's beautiful um thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking time out to talk to me and everything and share your wisdom honestly um i god people follow her and support her and um, make sure that you go and see her perform if you're in the Alabama area um, honestly because she's out here like honestly Zoe this is your this is your moment to plug 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 what where can they find you what's coming up for you Um, yeah all the fun stuff please do follow my Instagram if you're into that Um, it's Z-O underscore Rose Um, I think I'm on private right now but it's okay. I'll definitely approve you, and I will certainly follow <laughs> she'll back. Love on you. She'll yeah. she'll like your your Instagram photo. <laughs> yes, I do. Absolutely, I, I am about that. And um, yeah, if you you know love performing, and if, if you're if you are a performer or whatever the case may be, you can also feel free to add me on Facebook. Um, Zoe Z O E Rose R O S E, and then Praber. This is weird, but it's P R O E B E R. I always said it as pro bear. Like that's how I remembered it. Yeah. 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 There's always sort of, it's, it's, it's hilarious and it's not pronounced how it's spelt even in <laughs> addiction. It's, it's a headache and a half of a last name. I can't wait to marry and be rid of it. <laughs> oh my God. Also find the Acabells on YouTube. Try to find them on YouTube, the Acabells. I do have a YouTube channel too. Oh, I love she that. has a YouTube channel. Oh my God. I I'm do. sweating. I need to. I know. Sweat so exciting um so singing yes and i will be also uploading um content starting very soon within the next month or two 
Yes, um, so if you just search Zoe Rose Praber again, just my name, you should absolutely find me. Zoe Rose Praber. And I'm trying to see if I can find a specific username, and I'm really not. So just my name is fine. Uh, yo, I'll find you. If I had a dig, I'll find you. I'm not <laughs> invoking. That's amazing. Congrats on that. Hopefully it all goes well. Honestly, I'm putting out there that it's going, I'm manifesting that it's going to be a brilliant endeavor and you're going to make, you're going to make billions of dollars and be a TikToker <laughs> and move into a mansion and collabs. Period. Yeah? And you're going to be like the psycho bitch, like running everything. Yes. It's, very bad. Because yeah. That's <laughs> I love you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you again. And guys, please, please, please check her out on Instagram. Follow the podcast at Tunto Places Podcast. Yes, I think that's yes. Yeah, it's been a minute, (laughs) y'all. Follow us on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Aaliyah underscore Gardner and Zoe. And we will check you in the next episode. Goodbye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.